So we will get started. Um, first, it's such a pleasure to have everybody here. Um, as a company uh, refined and focused in our 16 years, every single one of them has been dedicated to learning and to curiosity. And this is what really makes us tick. And so it's really nice to be able to share that passion with you through these live series and to get your input and answer your questions also. Uh, this topic is so important because it's at the center of what we do. And we have the expert here with us who brings so much to the topic. And it's really nice to be here with Purnima Thakre, um, with whom I co-lead Refine and Focus and who has a real specialty in innovation and customer-centric marketing. So we have a few questions that um, I've selected in advance that Purnima is going to answer and share with you guys. And then we would love your comments, uh, whether those comments happen um, during our discussion or afterwards, we'll take them in, in, in time and we'll address them. But um, our hope is that this content can be very helpful to you and can be uh, educational and also help you in interacting with your customers and building strategy, because that's what really is so critical right now in a time of great uncertainty is to pay such attention to your customers and the strategy they can follow from, from careful attention to them. So our title is Learn From Your Customers. And I'd like to start by asking Purnima a little bit about why does this topic matter to her in particular? Hmm. I, I would love to say that I was born this way. You know, I was born as a very empathetic person. So I care about people naturally, but that's not true. Uh, it, it is mainly has to do a lot with my training. So if you don't know, I started my career as a designer, as an architect. And architecture is one of those professions wherein you don't build for yourself, you build for someone else. So you don't have a choice, but you have to think about the user. You have to think about your customer consistently. Fast forward a few years, I went to uh, get my MBA. And while I was studying for MBA, I realized everybody was talking about creating value for uh, creating value for shareholders. And it was all about shareholder value. And I was personally so used to, you know, the value as something real, tangible, useful, that the concept of shareholder value was so vague to me and so kind of irrelevant also. So it didn't 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 click with me. And that inspired me or pushed me to learn more and more about who really matters in this whole business environment or organizational environment. And that's how I came, not so quickly, but came to a conclusion that, you know, it's the customer and I need to learn more and more about customer. And when I say customer, I don't mean the person, only the consumer. I mean, you know, everyone who is important in the in the ecosystem of whatever ecosystem of your business is playing you know your employees your vendors your partners your even your investors your and obviously your consumers so and in and one more thing and one more thing that while you know in my journey of learning about customers the tools the empathy objectivity listening all the tools that i learned it made me a better person it made me a better person and now i feel like it's me who needs to give back and who needs to tell the rest of the world that how they should care about their customers and bring back that balance in the world from the in those businesses which is missing 
So uh, I understand you're clearly passionate about the topic and you've had all the education and experiences that suggest that too. But why should it matter to businesses? It matters to you, but why should it matter to businesses? Because most importantly, if, uh, if like, that's why you do a business. Your business is for customers. And if you don't care for your customers and your customers leave your business, there won't be any business for you. So that's the most important one. Then you can make a lot more money. You know, talking totally in business language, you can make a lot more money if you care about your customer. Because like I said, the shareholder value and customer value, the value that you create for shareholders is such a vague and unreliable and short-term thing as against the value that you will create for your customers. It's long-term. They will remember it. They will come back and you will make more and more money from their loyalty and being an honest business. And obviously that's on revenue side, on cost side, you'll save so much money. You will, if you know your customer well, you will save on your sales, you will save on your marketing dollars, you will save on, you know, time and money that you spend on customer service, fighting all the frontline, you know, arguing, fighting, frustrate, getting frustrated because there is a mismatch between what you're delivering and what your customers are expecting. And, uh, uh finally i have i and uh, finally it's you know particularly in 2020 to build your pivot pivoting superpower like businesses who knew their customers really well really quickly could change tweak their business models or something change in their businesses and they could deliver to the circumstances that changed because of covid like netflix uh you know netflix uh was everybody knows what Netflix is, but because they knew their customers well, within no time from just streaming platform, they could go to Netflix parties. They could, you know, bring a community online together to watch stuff. And it's just, you know, simplest and smallest example of it, that if you know your customer, you can pivot well, you can make lots of money, you can save lots of money, and without the customer, there is no business. So Great. in short. So just a quick comment. Um, I recognize that we do have a comment and that we see that we have a comment. And you can keep your comments coming and we'll address them uh, very soon. But so thank you for the comment. Keep the comments coming and we'll address those very soon. Next question I have is, is really what should the businesses learn from customers? Clearly learning matters, but what should they learn? Hmm. Everything. So it's like, you know, it's like imagine customer, your customer is this person that you're totally and madly in love with and you're obsessed with that person. And how much would you like to learn about that person? You know, treat that, treat your customer as that person and learn everything about them, what you think that you should learn and little more. So if you, you know, like going back to a little bit of uh, structured way of doing it if you know what your customer journey is don't just stick to your customer journey go a little bit beyond that into their lives and beyond your product and understand them understand their behavior their psychology their love their hate their needs their wants their likes their dislikes the way you would do it for a person that you are in love with in in 
And most importantly, not just understand what they are saying to you. Try to understand the things that they are not saying to you. And even more, more important than that is understand why. Don't just, you know, be curious. Be because you will be in love with your customer, you would care about your customer, you will be extremely curious to know about your customer. And that curiosity, show it by asking why, instead of assuming why they are saying what they are saying. So just learn everything. Okay, so I think you made a good case for why you and why businesses need to learn from their customers um, and what they need to learn from their customers. But many people might be asking, well, this is great, but how do I do it? And where do I start? How do I, how do I listen? Hmm. So, uh, you know, because we are talking about uh, businesses, there is, I would say, have, uh, have, you know, about your approach, have a very strategic and uh, consistent approach. It doesn't matter how big or small your voice of the customer program is, but have one. Have one, and if you have some time to spend in strategizing it, spend some time in deciding what is more important and what is less important, and uh, you know what best you can do in your budget, and assign a budget to it. And whatever you decide, the best case scenario is combination of two, three methods of you know like survey, co-creation, interviews, then social listening, and all those things. And that's the best case scenario. But you don't need to have, you know, like uh, uh, you don't need to have a program, voice of the customer program that is, you know, that big. You can start small. You can start maybe with a survey, but consistency. So whatever you start with, make sure that if you're doing a quarterly survey, make sure you're doing that survey every quarter. You're getting those results. You're comparing those results. You're seeing what those results say, analyzing them and absorbing them in your business practice. That is obviously about the structure really quickly, what you can do about the structure. The second thing, this is more important than the structure is your mindset. You know, it takes to know and love someone that selflessly, not selflessly because we do make a lot of money, uh, because of the customer, it takes a lot of empathy and objectivity. And that empathy needs to come without, uh, without any, you know, empathy and not judgment, not assuming, but asking them why. And objectivity, like when you, you because you know your product is your product, you are going to love your product. But you should learn try not to sell that you know that love of your product try it that it doesn't interfere with your love for your customer when you are talking to your customer because you want to be really objective and never ever try to sell when you are trying to gather customer insights and the third thing i would say is break the silos no matter how large or how small your company is don't have you know empower everybody in your company to be involved with the customer and care for customer you can the smallest way you can built in is obviously you know everybody will need a little bit of training on empathy objectivity and why to treat customers so importantly after doing that maybe you know assign one one department assign one one department every month that 
they should lead the customer insight session so they should bring it to everyone else like a you know like customer celebration hour and they should bring it to everyone else the new insights or what they have learned this time from the customer and that's how you can involve everyone and if imagine if everyone in your company is empowered to care about the customer they will be they will be very inspired to do their work well because they will know why they are doing it and who is it that they are doing it for so I, you're making a really strong case and for some people things get in the way and prevent them from being more customer centric listening better so what gets in the way so most of the people that we have uh, talked to would say uh uh w- w- would say that you know it's the resources but resources like you know we don't have enough time we don't have enough enough money but i would say those are only excuses and the real reason in my opinion i'm going to be absolutely shameless in this real reason in the reasons in my opinion are uh, one is the arrogance of i have done it for so many years i know my customer i know what they want they don't know what they want i will tell them what they want that arrogance then the uh, second one is resistance to change same that goes back to what i just said is you know we have been doing this for such a long time and it worked for such a long time why wouldn't it work now and that you know i just some if you don't want to change it's very difficult to be on the other side and start listening to your customer and uh, then i i would say you know that in some people genuinely just don't know lastly like you know some people just genuinely don't know where to start they know that they should be caring they should be assigning some time and money to understand their customer but don't know where to start and it's just so that's that's it i guess well we have one more very quick question and then we see we have three comments that we'll turn to shortly so kind of lastly um how can i learn more I mean, there's a lot of things you're saying here how do i how do i learn more you mean more about how to, how to know listen, more about plus your customer how to listen how to learn about my customer how to do what you're saying hmm. uh so obviously you know uh, w- what we just talked and discussed it, it is uh, it is very generic and very basic when you really start working on your knowing your own customer you will you will need to be very specific and uh, you will need to create a very customized approach that is specific to the target customer that you are dealing with and uh, and th- this is no self promotion but we have done this like you know we have been obsessed with customer for last 16 years and we have done the same thing for fortune 500 medium sized businesses startups nonprofits we have done this for a long time and uh, we are very happy to talk to you we we are very happy to talk to you tell you more and i can give you know like a bigger advice that you know you should do this 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 other than what generic and basic things that i talked about but i can surely say because it's very specific to you something after this would be very specific to your own needs your industry your customer you know even how to identify your customer 
So we would love to talk to you. So if you want to know how you can take further steps, just get in touch with us. Great. Thank you for those amazing insights, um, real breadth of knowledge. And we're going to shoot back to some comments to hear what you guys have to say. So there's one comment about um, how often should I do it? I presume that means how often am I learning from a customer? And how do I convince the customer to share? Hmm. Um, like I said, you know, it, it, it depends on what resources and time. I would say at least the best case scenario every week do something every week that gets you in touch with your real customer. But if that is too much for you in terms of your business size, then uh, you can do it maybe every month. Make sure that if you're running a survey, do it every month. Or if you are in having conversation, make sure that having you're having at least one conversation a month with at least one and you're using it. That's also more important, not just having a conversation, but taking those objective insights and uh, thinking about what can you do with these insights. Great. So we have another great question about the ask to customers. You know, How do you make the ask? How do you solicit insights? How do you start that process? Uh, the moment you start uh, caring about your customer, it shows. Treat them like your friends and tell them that it is you that as a business, you need help. One is tell them that because you care, you're asking these questions and because you think that you should do a better job of delivering to their needs, you are asking them these questions and then ask them, you know, if they have if they have uh, maybe half an hour 45 minutes to talk about these things and uh, in in our experience we have rarely seen people say no to it and even if the things that you're talking to uh, them about are you know the and also the assurance that you tell them that you know whatever you are saying is absolutely between you and me i would never you know uh, absolutely between you and me and these objective insights will be used only for our growth and not for anything else does that answer aritha i, I mean uh, thank you it was, yeah i think it was very thorough and the next question we have here is about uh, what's the best way to make sure that we continue to use customer insights so we don't kind of go back in the comfort zone. How do you keep it fresh and alive in the business and continue to use it? Yeah, it is. Uh, Carolina, it's, it's about uh, forming a habit. It's one is we form habits for things that we think are ex extremely important. Don't think like uh, don't think like uh, workouts, because although in theory we know that workouts are important, we are not in love with our workouts, so we don't do them often. But again, you know, I think it's a good example that, you know, person you are in love with, you would want to meet them every day. You would want to talk to them every day. You would want to know how they are doing every day. 
So if you create that kind of passion for your customers, then you wouldn't fall off. Like you would, in the simplest way is make it a part of your calendar. I feel one month is just too long a period in between, but maybe bi-weekly. Decide that you know every other Thursday you are going to have a forty-five minutes conversation with at least one customer. Great. Well, if there's any other comments, please post them now. We really appreciate you guys being engaged and asking great questions. So we always love your questions. And if you're watching this and it's being recorded and you have a comment for us, you can certainly leave that comment wherever it is you are watching it, and we'll get back to you shortly. And this was so good. Thank you for doing it. Absolutely. Great job. And it's really nice to see how you're sharing your passion and how your passion is helping so many people get more strategically aligned with their customer and do a better job in delivering their value proposition. So thank you so much and great work. Thank you. Bye, everybody.